that's one of the perks, isn't it, of mm. um, COVID. The only perk of COVID, if you are on telly and you want to go about your yeah. business, no one recognises you because you've got your mask on. True. You've got your woolly hat on when it's cold. That's what I like about winter as well, wearing yeah. a scarf right up to my eyes and a woolly hat. And I can go to Matalan and buy cheap jeans. <laughs> Super excited to share my chat with this week's guest. Hi, this is Max, guys, and you are checking out the Flip Your Wig podcast, a place that we talk to creators working in film, music, TV, that are going against the grade to do wonderful things. Lee Francis is one of the most loved people on British TV, also one of the most recognisable. He's a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, also a producer, but mostly, guys, he's just a lovely person. With groundbreaking hit shows like both Selector and Celebrity Juice, where he takes on the character of the flamboyant, unpredictable madman that is Keith Lemon. We love watching him being silly and entertaining. How do I keep Lemon? And these are my sweet ass titles for celebrity juice. There's Holly on a big zipper. We're going inside me edit to be brain. Wow! <laughs> There's Tip Captain Melty. She was scary on the wall. I don't even know where we are now. He's dinosaur lands somewhere. No, it's not really turned into a Matthew Fairground. It's just another over the top metaphor for how age this telly show is. What is this telly show? It's celebrity juice on telly. Now in ultra, ultra, ultra HD. He just makes me smile. So today I'm joined by Keith Lemon, the character that he's created that truly is cheeky, full of energy with lots of banter. I just want to warn you in advance, there are a few rude words, so be warned. We have fun. So I make a really loud noise when I shove it down my throat and go, ah! <laughs> it gets weird. Should I buy a 12-inch man or a jacket? <laughs> We also get a little bit personal and talk about haters. Like, why do people have way too much to say? Why are you giving me grief about how I look mm. when what I do is not projecting aesthetics anyway? Mm. Nothing to do with look at me, I look good. Chill, get comfy and enjoy my chat with Keith Lemon on this week's podcast. I didn't want to do YouTube. Okay. I was busy. And I thought, what am I going to put on YouTube? I've been doing anything. I'll put it on telly. And then my agent was like, yeah, but you'll be able to explore different realms that you can't do on telly. You'll be able to do things you can't. And yeah. then I, I suggested some things and you went, you can't put that on YouTube. Yeah. And I won't say what I'm suggesting. <laughs> I went, oh, well, I'll, I'll just review things and, and do make things and stuff and that's what it's turned into me just making things i love your office setup you were always supposed to be a youtube star do you realize this this has happened unintentionally but your setup is ridiculous i don't even know why you need to be in a studio your home setup is awesome hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Just an office? <laughs> no, he's not. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you have skateboards on the wall. You have, sorry, not dolls, oh, yeah, figures. I have, I have four on the wall and I said to my missus, I went, I think we should have skateboards all the way around. <laughs> and so they're all the way around. 
it reminded me of this guy that I went out with um, who used to have baseball caps all on his wall and like literally he would put nails on and the whole wall was just full of baseball caps and when I saw yours with skateboards I was like first of all didn't know he was a he was a skater number one he used to be when I was a young man <laughs> so old now I can't even remember how old I am what so you're hilarious so you literally don't skate anymore to the shop for some bread and milk. I would love to see that. Mask on and you and your fat plaids. Yeah. That's one of the perks, isn't it, of mm. um, COVID. The only perk of COVID, if you are on telly and you want to go about your yeah. business, no one recognises you because you've got your mask on. True. You've got your woolly hat on when it's cold. That's what I like about winter as well. Wearing yeah. a scarf right up to my eyes and a woolly hat. And I can go to Matalan and buy cheap jeans. <laughs> your energy, Keith, is just so infectious. It's always just so amazing. Well, we're very lucky, I think, to do what we do. Mm. And um, I'm always excited to be there. I've never understand anyone being a diva. I think, well, go do another job then. Mm. This is amazing. I don't want to go home. And I never look at my watch. And I don't care what time it is. You know when we're recording June? So yeah. Like, I don't care what time it is. I went to work. I go there at one. That's all I need to know. I have to be there at one. I don't care when I go home. What about people at home, though? Don't they miss you? One day a week, innit? Just mm. most of the time. I, you, well, it used to be Wednesdays. Yeah. And then I just go off and then come back the next day hungover. <laughs> like a rock and roll star. See, I thought that was just, like, for the cameras. Pretending to be drunk so everyone else got drunk. <laughs> Knew it. I just had this idea that you weren't always drunk. But listen, during COVID, we've all had to adapt. And I know you've been like shooting um, juice at home and doing your YouTube channel and various things. Has it been an okay process or have you struggled with it? I've struggled. I didn't think I would because I said to my friend uh, I work with, I don't get depressed. And Mm. I got abuse on Twitter for this by saying... Hmm. I don't allow myself to be depressed. And then someone said, do you think people with depression choose to be depressed? And I went, no, I did say other people. I said, I, right. me, I just don't allow it. And I, I go into my garden and go, I can't believe I own a tree. <laughs> and then um, I cheer up. And, but I always think if you vent, yeah. you feel better anyway. So when I've been doing like live streams on Instagram yeah. and stuff, I go on quite miserable. Mm-hmm. And I come off quite happy because I've vented and got it all out of my system. When people go... How's it going, Keith? Because they always expect you to be upbeat. Yeah. And I go, it's shit. Mm. This is shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going out of my mind. But I have waves of it where I go, oh, it doesn't matter. It's a little holiday, isn't it? This, I'm lucky enough that, you know... You can pay your bills and stuff. I can have a bit of time out of work, which is very lucky. And um, I have been affected by COVID in the health way. No one yeah. around me has been um, dying a bit or anything. Uh, and at the beginning, it's quite exciting. Like when you're a kid and you go to school and the radiators are broken. So they send you home. Yeah. You're like, Ooh, being sent home. This is good. Yeah. And, and then I'm just bored. And, and then I started making gremlins and all sorts of stuff <laughs> on the YouTube channel. We did juice lockdown in my garden. Mm. That was weird as well because I felt like I was pretending by myself in the garden. Uh, I have a little bar in my garden doing juice, and it's like I'm pretending to do juice, but it was actual juice. Didn't it also? Back in, but we know audience. Yeah, but didn't it also weird. make you realise that? what you can come through i mean just like forget about the performance aspect in your job for a second we spoke about mental health and i have to say this because the samaritans are obviously a charity that you've spoken about and supported loads um on your social media i have also and i remember talking to the head of marketing there last year and i didn't know this she said the t-shirts that you had um put together in honor of caroline um the be kind t-shirt she said You've made a lot of money for them. Again, I, I, it was for selfish reasons because I felt so terrible about what happened. Yeah. I thought, I've got to do something positive. I've got to do something. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh, I'll do a T-shirt of Caroline. 
which she would have gone mad at. I don't want people walking around with me on the chest. <laughs> and they had a discussion um, with her sister about it as well. And she, can you imagine what she would say? That <laughs> um, her family thought it was a lovely thing. Yeah. And then I kept seeing it pop up on TV, mm-hmm. people wearing it. I went, oh my gosh. They, they, and they must have sold loads. I can't remember the figure. Oh, well done. I went, I have done it. I said, yeah. Caroline's done this. Mm. They bought it because of her, not because of me. So but I think, Keith, well the, fact, the fact that you used your platform and not only did you honour Caroline, you also, like people don't realise this, the Samaritans aren't a bunch of nuns <laughs> in a church somewhere. They're a bunch of volunteers that don't get paid to man phones 24 hours a day to help people that are suffering from depression, anxiety, loneliness, especially now. So they don't, they're privately funded. It's not like the Prince's Trust. Sorry, I'm not yeah. throwing the Prince's Trust under the bus. But I just feel like education-wise, people don't realise what the Samaritans is and that the funding is minimal so the fact that you did that and um me being told what a big difference it made for them to be able to continue what they're doing that's like powerful that's awesome it's still it's still available now that i've, I've said um to the people who run my website where i sell t-shirts so yeah um can we just keep it up there forever then that t-shirt says yeah well, all right cool good. i remember someone having a go at me what? saying um I think it's a good thing that you've done, but I wish you'd have done it anonymously, I can say it, anonymously. I went, well, I wouldn't have stalled any, would I? Yeah. You use your humour to make us laugh. And during this time, there's not many people that make me smile when I put the TV on. I think you and Alison are probably two people that just always make me not smile. It's silly on the telly right now, I don't think. Like, even on Netflix, watching Netflix, they yeah. a lot of murder programmes. Mm. What, should we be making these now? We've got... Should be loads of silliness on. Yeah, yeah. You know what, though? I think people feel guilty sometimes. Because we're going through this pandemic, I think people forget the whole point of comedy. It, it's good and it's healthy for all of us to laugh and not feel bad for that. Like, I think we need yeah, it. So escapism, you know? You know, mm. when you're feeling a bit down, just do something that you can escape from, you know? Yeah. That's why I, I collect toys. I'm an adult with hairs everywhere that collect 12-inch men. <laughs> Which is weird you, when you find out other people that also, when they come out of the woodwork, going, I collect 12 inch men as well, and sometimes 12 inch ladies. Okay, just so but you know. As a little boy, I was never had a, a lady doll. I can remember he had Fantastic Four, mm. and there's the thing, Mr. Fantastic Human Torch, an invisible woman. Yeah. And I didn't want invisible woman because everyone would call me a big girl when I was a kid. So I just had the Fantastic Three. But in my mind, I thought, I have got her, mm. but she's invisible. So I would just pretend to hold her. You are so and, um, nuts. But as an adult, though, you're, you're allowed to have it. I, think I was watching some documentary the other night about um, men that collect <laughs> men. How <laughs> <laughs> sort of, like, geek chic and stuff has become mm. a bit cooler than back in the day. Yeah. If I'd have been younger, I, I wouldn't have come out and said, yeah, I collect um, plastic men. <laughs> well, actually, looking at your YouTube channel, which I'm going to leave a link in the show notes, you actually make a real emphasis on the fact that do not think that these hot toys are dolls. They're figures. There's a big distinction, guys. Well, you, for first, first of all, people of my age, don't play with them. You put them on, you waste your money on them and right. put them on a shelf mm-hmm. and go, look at that, do you want a bigger? <laughs> at the times I thought, what did I buy? This is what I do when I'm making a purchase. Yep. Should I buy a 12-inch man or a jacket? <laughs> well, and, the, and then I'm always getting in trouble for um, buying too much clothes. And um uh, how many jackets do you need? Loads. I need loads, I think. <laughs> I, I like 
If I lived in a hot country, I wouldn't need loads, but mm. the jacket's part of my outfit. Normally, I'll, mm. I'll probably have quite a bland T-shirt on, but with a fancy jacket. Yeah. So jackets doing the talking. So only different kinds of fancy jackets. Yeah. You know what I mean? But hold up. Let's, let's, just, let's just put this out there. You're not just with a fancy jacket. You have fancy shoes. You have fancy hats. Fancy accessories. I see all those bloody scarves and everything. <laughs> there you go. Shoe camp, as Wendy Williams would do. But look, this is the thing. You... Steve Harring, Doc Martens. <laughs> you love your clothes. Like, it's, you know, it's a sign of, like, people say your expression, your personality. Sometimes people yeah. say, oh, my God, it's self-indulgent, da-da-da-da. But you literally are somebody that, when I think of you, I do always think of colour and clothes and fun. Yeah. Well, for a while, I did a thing on the Instagram account, just... Um, Hashtag colourful bobber. Because <laughs> um, when I started uh, in lockdown, when I started, is that the right thing? When yeah, I started, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I can remember just wearing black, feeling a bit down. Mm. I thought I'm just going to go back upstairs and change my clothes and come down um, dressed like a clown. Yeah. And the kids were like, Are you going to work? <laughs> I just want to feel a bit happier. And um, so I started wearing, and then I got sick of wearing colourful clothes. <laughs> and I'm aware of my dark clothes again. I'm going to dress like a vampire. And um, today, what we've got on, I've got Playboy bunnies. Yeah, like very sexy. Looks like Holly Willoughby's from Holly Willoughby. <laughs> she does, she does. During this lockdown, when you have posted videos and stuff, and some people have snatched them and reposted them and whatever, you literally, you're almost introverted, extroverted. Like you're silly and fun and loud, but you're also incredibly shy and sweet as well. And I think what a contrast. You know when people go, oh, I'm mad at me. <laughs> you think, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm a little bit mad. Mm. Um, just in, because uh, I'm just all over the place. Yeah. I'm also, I like schizophrenic because sometimes I am really happy in how mm. people see me. And sometimes I'm not that happy. And uh, But I'm not like a, one of those comics that's depressed. You know, they talk about comedians being Yeah, depressed. I've met a few. Like that. I, just, mm-hmm. I go, just go totally totally normal and I can see people's disappointment when they meet me in the streets and I'm not messing about and then they'll go I met him in real life he's right miserable mm. I'm not I just won't jump about because we won't want to tell yeah. him say or do something rude yeah that's actually weird Keith you say that actually because it's true Dave Chappelle Ricky Gervais you there's a bunch of you guys that people expect as soon as we see you guys to always be the life of the party and full of beans and actually how do you, I mean is there a switch off is there a point where you're like I need some time for me to just like get back to normal and then I can give you guys what you need. Levels of funny or silly. You go, oh, I'm at this party, I should be this silly or I should be this straight here. Mm. And, and yeah, when you when you go into Sainsbury's, I guess you've just got your normal head on <laughs> and you're not joking about. Doing your job, you try to be as funny as you can be. Even though I can remember Holly's husband saying to me once, just before I was about to go on juice, he says, do you ever worry that you're not going to be funny? And I just said, no, because I don't care if I'm funny or not. I'll enjoy myself. And I think that was the success of juice. Um, people enjoying watching us enjoy ourselves. I think that's why I'm still around on series 25 next. I was watching your behind the scenes actually of the most of the latest series and what I found really interesting and fascinating was you saying, okay, we've rehearsed everything, but they're just going to record and whatever I remember, I remember. What I don't, I don't. And I was like, yeah. okay, there's no will take you. He's literally doing it off the cuff. This is interesting. <laughs> I have some cards. I have some cards that mm. say the next round is this, mm. you know? But uh, I don't like looking down at the cards. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes I'm older and I'm like, and my ca- just read your cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it, it just seems wrong to look down and read your cards. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's funny when people surprise there's no autocue on, on jokes. But yeah. 
Again, it's how many years? 13 years. Wow. Congratulations. I knew it, you would think. Mm. So uh, you just go on and have a nice time. And yeah, some, I've done juice many a time, absolutely paralytic. But you're a different stage of mm. drunkness because you, you're at work, so you have to operate. Yeah. But like on my birthday episodes, I always get really drunk. And I, I remember in the past, like Holly said, don't worry, I'll get you through this because <laughs> I was stumbling. <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's that's the lovely thing about juice. Players yeah. are allowed to do and say anything. Yeah. And then they have meetings with lawyers straight after, and they decide what can and can't be aired. If I'm in, I'll watch it and can't even remember any of it. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I've left that in. I think it's the chemistry as well, because you mentioned Holly. I know she's left now. I saw a little bit of the two of you actually during lockdown where you caught up with her and she was ironing and you were in that great office. But it's very rare to have chemistry with yeah. so many different people and be able to do it for such a long length of time because I know you had it with Fern um, as well. Um, what do you th- why do you think it is that you've managed to perhaps build these awesome relationships with other people that some of the p- other people in the industry tend to have one or two people but you seem to attract people and then they stick to you? Accident. I don't know. You meet them and get on with them. Mm. Don't know. I mean, the good thing with Laura and Emily, we've been mates for years. So it was like the natural thing for them to come and get involved. And it is, it's just, but it has been weird that the kickoff for their juice um, careers, of um, it's been weird because of lockdown and you can't go to the green room and have a drink afterwards mm. with them and stuff and you've got to stay two metres away from each other you can't see the crew so yeah. there are loads of people on Juice they don't know who they are mm. oh, obviously I know who they are but I've had this conversation with Laura she said I only know so and so I don't know mm. anybody else because all they can see is I and um, so it's, I, I, I feel like they've been cheated because they've not experienced Juice with an audience yet yeah I, next time if, if we get next time we get an audience I'll probably cry <laughs> Because I'm so moved by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a different job for you. Mm. It's a juice audience that is a really crazy audience. It's like a stagger or a hen do. Now with no audience. Yeah. It's like a private lock-in. When you've got like 46 people and there's not much response, you're like, well, this isn't going well. (laughs) When there's nobody there, you're just trying to entertain the panellists. And if we're all, it ends up just feeling like a locket and people forget that we're on telly. Yeah. And you do, you start doing and saying things. But you know, it's, it's always, always it makes me laugh when you have someone like Schofield um, dropping seed bombs. But I think that's what's so fun about what you do because I think ITV, especially daytime ITV, it can tend to be very safe, you know? And I think you I'd push like to do it. Daytime show. I'd like to do I think you'd be awesome, but I think you go right to the edge, even when they have you on as guests to promote your evening shows. I think it's so good because it's so nice that you're a, you're lucky because you are allowed to really go to the edge before you fall over. But that's normally quite rare on like terrestrial TV channels. I, I've, I've never dropped an F bomb. I was talking to somebody the other day about it. Yeah. And I've never. I'm, I'm quite straight, <laughs> and I've never dropped an F bomb on telly. And, you know, Holly would be more likely to do that. I don't think swearing with you, I think you're you're risque in a good way. Like, you push it. That's what we're supposed to do, especially you as a performer, as a comedian, as a I, writer. I feel at 10 o'clock, I think, do whatever you want. If your kid's seeing it, you shouldn't have them up. You should be <laughs> in bed. It's not for kids, is it? Before 10 o'clock, yeah, you've got a duty. Yeah. You, you, there's things you can't do and say. After 10 o'clock, I think anything yeah. goes. If you're offended, turn over, don't watch it. Do you you're still 
love it. Like, is it still exciting to do? Do you want to go to the pub or do you want to go to work? <laughs> Seriously. Same. Going out or going to work is both the same. Do you creatively, I mean, if I, know, if I should know this, please forgive me. Are you producing on it? Are you a big part of putting that whole thing together or are you just there as the talent? I've had a Zoom meeting today. Normally, I would have gone into the office yep. and we do games testing day mm -hmm. and we all play games that the team have come up with and I'll go, make that bigger. I wouldn't put that in, it's rubbish. Mm. Tell you what, that should be, be wetter mm. and that sort of thing. Because the team's great and yeah. they're all so much fun. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just play with them. And then I might, I'll say, yeah, I'll just make suggestions. And then sometimes that game will be like what I've suggested. Or it might have, they might have not listened at all. Right. Might, but it's still great. Yeah, it's a, t it's a team effort, Juice. It's not, it's not, mm. I used to turn, a lot of time, I don't know who's going to be on. Really? To see who's going to be on. Has it ever, have you ever had anyone on that's been sticky? that didn't get the whole point of what you were doing. Well, there was a rumour that said that I banned Katie Price from being on, but I don't have that power, but I'd say on Twitter all the time, yeah. I don't put the guests, I don't know who's on. Mm. If, if I booked the guests, it'd be a totally different show filled with people that they don't really know. If you could have like the wish list, anyone, forget about the audience and catering for everyone, just you, Keith, you could pick a bunch, who would you have on the show? I'd have Jim Carrey, mm -hmm. Mike Myers, mm -hmm. Winona Ryder, Mm. Linda Carlisle and Kylie Minogue. Wow! <laughs> I love that you threw Kylie Minogue in there. <laughs> She's the nearest to a possible guest that could right. possibly happen. No, I actually <laughs> think... Tweet her once and she said, I'll think about it. Which is showbiz for no chance. <laughs> well, your Christmas tune that you put out as well, I looked at everyone that was in it and I thought, did he just call everyone around? Yeah. And make, did you? Or did somebody put that together? Because you got so yeah. many people. Together. This is what we're doing. I was filming Shopping with Keith Lemon mm. and I was with Richard Maidley and right. we were talking about Christmas songs and I said my favourite Christmas song is the Band-Aid song that we know it's Christmas. And I went, I don't understand why they don't do it every year and just mm -hmm. get different people. It's yeah. on the radio every year. So you're going to entice you to pay a quid again yes. to buy it and go. And I mean, really different selection of people rather than just pop stars and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I just said to him, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get everyone to do it. And I went, I'm starting with you. Started singing um, Little Notes Christmas. I went, join in, join in. Mm. That was his little section. And then I just went onto my phone and messaged everyone I knew. It's Christmas time. There's no need. Pixie Lot. We'll start with Pixie Lot then. I think in the download charts. It, it, it got to a, a download chart. See how old I am? <laughs> download download chart. Okay. It, it peaked at number two. That's and awesome. We levelled out at number seven, which was incredible because it cost absolutely nothing. Congrats again, doing something, raising money. Um, and I don't think you ever do it for like, hey, look at me. Like you genuinely, it feels to me over the last few years at least have spent a bit more time realizing that you've got this huge platform and people do listen and people do care about what you think has it been something that you've wanted to do for a while because you're quite private no. as really <laughs> before in the past i really want to help someone it's just when you've got time and it's a fun thing yeah and you think that'll be a bit of fun that's that's got not gonna take loads of time and it'll help someone so mm -hmm. of course i'll do it yeah you know when people are asking me to climb up mountains and stuff, I'm a bit shifting. Oh, I don't know. If I think I'm busy. Recording a song um, with loads of fun people. Yeah. Fun in it, and then raises money. 
and when you're drawing a t-shirt that took me what well, i don't know an hour to draw mm. there's an hour an hour's work it's not work i'd be sat drawing if i was in my living room anyway uh, and then so that was easy but yeah i don't know it's just timing isn't it with everything really. I want to say right I wrote it down the fantastical factory of curious craft <laughs> flipping hell the Harry Potter fan in me just jumped out of my skin thinking oh my god this is the kind of thing that you know like sometimes I sit there and think god I wish I could do something about Harry Potter because I'm obsessed you found yourself a, a, fan. A, a fan I have a cloak I have the scarf I have a wand I love Harry Potter. Yeah, like, I'm not into Harry Potter, but I went to Harry Potter World and Universal. Did you love it? Florida, and it was amazing. And I just thought, oh, God, I can't imagine what it must be like for a Harry Potter fan oh, to be. I I've not been. Amazing. But if I was a fan of Harry Potter as well, I'd be blowing my beans all over the place. Listen, I'm the saddo who hasn't been. Instead, I've gone to King's Cross Station in London, where they have the um, pretend... Have you watched yeah, the films? Well, that's good as well, isn't it? It is, but it's kind of budget. But then I've gone to the Harry Potter store and I've bought everything and I've walked, got to the till and it's like £380 and there's loads of Potter fans behind me and I'm thinking, I need to put shit back. I'm going to have to just do it. Bam! And I've bought everything and I just felt so, like, mad. You shouldn't be doing this. But it brings me so much joy. And looking at yeah. this show that you're doing, I just couldn't help but think... It's not coming back. It's not coming back. What? Yeah, I think it's a bit spenny. The show, it's a bit spending. It does it's look a bit affect, affected a lot of things. Yeah, tell yeah. people a little bit about it because there's nice. loads of clips on YouTube, and I love the idea. And also, I didn't realize you're it makes perfect sense. You're super artistic, you're super into all of this creative stuff, right? They didn't know that though when they asked me mm. to do it. Oh, like, I, I, I sent them loads of stuff of, of things that I've made and stuff. I went, <laughs> Have you made all this? I went, Isn't that why I'm doing this program? <laughs> you didn't know. I went, wow. Oh. Because they said they wanted an artistic Willy Wonka. That's Willy Wonka. Yes. And um, I said, yeah, well, that's me. Mm-hmm. And then I went, look, I've made these things. And they went, you have made this. I went, well, why do I, I, I'm an artistic Willy Wonka. I've got, I've got Willy Wonka-esque clothing. <laughs> yes, you have. And, um, I, I, I thought that's why you asked me. But yeah, I love doing it, the Fantastical Factory mm-hmm. of Curious Craft, which is a really long title that no one could remember. And I can remember the first day I was doing it with um, Anna Richardson. Yeah. Never met her before in my life. Mm-hmm. But I said, I went, oh, I'd like to do it with her if she's available. What? Well, hold up. You picked your co-host. They, well, they said, will you do it with a girl? <laughs> Talk about power. I love it. Go on, carry on. Sorry, you just had to make a moment for that. Would you host it with a girl? I went, yeah. I said, I like Anna Richardson from mm. Naked Attraction. Mm. I said, I don't know her, but I do, I, there's something about her that she puts, I like, I like her. Yeah. And um, the, I think it was like three weeks later, they went, oh, yeah. She said, yeah. I love it. And I said, um, are we not going to meet up then? Because what if we don't like each other? <laughs> And yeah. we um, met on the day of filming and hit it off straight away. And yeah, I had a lovely time with it. And my mum was in it as well. Oh. But yeah, I can remember turning around doing the first opening link and saying, welcome to the... Fant- What's this show called? <laughs> I've given them another idea for a show, um, which should be cheaper. I don't know if it'll happen or not. But I'm always sending them ideas. I think they think I'm a lunatic where I've just got... No, I think it's idea. awesome. And then I either send them a page or I make a little teaser. In, in lockdown, I've been making teasers all the time. Nice. Just, oh, I'll just do a few links to yeah. a, a, what I think would be the show would look like. Mm-hmm. And I send them like a two and a half minute little teaser and I go, here's a teaser and here's a page. Are you dating? I go go on a date with a lady. Have I ever? Yeah. That's taking you too long to answer, so you have. <laughs> well, yeah, I've, all I've that, all dated that's, a lady so for we, there was like loads five, of co- six years. Oh, Jerry. 
There was all that commotion recently, wasn't there, Piers Morgan, when you said you'd had a piece of Jerry Pie? I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Max, 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 ha, 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 Max. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, thank you. It's the Flippy Week podcast. My special guest is Keith Lemon. Keith, I know you've been doing loads of filming at home. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I'm wondering what has been your biggest technical blunder whilst trying to record shows from home? On my YouTube, yeah, when I started doing it, I started chatting to people, friends, mm. and uh, often I would notice that I'd not pressed record, just not pressed it. I've been there. And I can remember I was chatting to uh, Will Meller and I could see his face look sort of puzzled I love as you. I just kept asking him the same things again. That I just asked him. <laughs> and then and then the I went, oh, I didn't press record, that's why I'm asking you all again. You're so lucky he's your mate. I remember doing a red carpet once, right? And I had to do a live, which means you have to take the interview at a certain time. And Will Smith comes over, they're like, Merck, you've got three minutes with Will Smith right now. The flash mic, um, the light was gone, and I'm standing there thinking, what do I do? Do I fake this? And I literally yeah. went, do you know what? Fake it. This is Will Smith. You cannot now say, sorry, guys, I can't do it. Did it. And I felt so crap because it was such a brilliant chat. Like, we really... And then I was like... And then I my... went to Will Smith's birthday party once. I, it... I, don't know, I don't know how I got invited. But before you tell me about me. that, can I tell you what happened? Somebody from a rival station had recorded my audio because that's what people do. They nick each other's interviews. <sighs> And thankfully, they sent it over to me, so I was oh, like... Oh, that's Bing! nice. Yeah, that's, that's nice. very rare. So, okay, Will Smith's um, party, birthday party. I yeah, need to know I, what that I was like. I don't know how I got invited, but yeah, I'll go to Will Smith's birthday party. Where? And it seemed right normal, just dancing. He was dancing away with all his mates, mingling. I didn't speak to him, though. I guess I was too nervous to go up to him. Oh, I got invited to um, Justin Timberlake's birthday party once. I don't know what... I'm going through a where I kept getting invited to people's birthdays. I don't know. I did go up to uh, Justin Timberlake and I'd say, oh, happy birthday. <laughs> but just... then I kept bumping into him at, at hotels and stuff. And I... I got quite pally with him for a little bit. And then this was years ago and I hadn't seen him for years. But I just watched his new film, What Palmer, did you think? On Netflix. On Netflix. I thought it was no. this. Palmer? Yeah. No, not Netflix. Apple TV. You... Apple TV, yeah. <laughs> Can't get that wrong. Apple TV. See, what did I you think? Do your job. What did you think? No, what did you think? Because I've watched it. Um, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. I thought it was. Yeah. That little kid's ace, isn't it? Oh, he's brilliant. I just love it yeah. when he wants to be a little princess and. Just... I mean, it, it, it's not a cheery film. Second chances are possible, and you can be whoever you want to be. Truth is, I haven't felt like I was good at anything in a long time. Sam. It's called Palmer. It stars Justin Timberlake and a brilliant new young actor called Ryder Allen. Check out my full review in the show notes. It's over at flippywig.net. My special guest is Keith Lemon. Um, Keith, you and I were just saying, you know, we both loved Palmer, but it's fair to say Palmer was hard hitting, quite sad in places. But I feel like we need fun and light hearted stuff to watch as well, especially right now. Yeah, you do. Because silly is important as well. Yes. Just, just light, light moods, you know. And you're the king of cities. I think in lockdown, everything's everybody's over sensitive, and it's easy to lash out. You know, people that are going on holiday in lockdown, or these influencers mm. and stuff. I do think about these influencers that have been going on holiday. Um, if they weren't allowed to go on holiday, they, well, they couldn't go. They didn't, they didn't sneak on a plane, did they? I, I would never go on holiday at the minute. Couldn't be bothered with all the hoo-ha and isolation, and then the grief you get off online. Oh. But. 
they, they, they can get on a plane. They're going to, aren't they? I think you're right. I think the, the, the problem lies with the rules. But I will say, not being funny, I don't need to be in Dubai to teach people to do squats. <laughs> I could do that no, in my back garden. On, they're, not, they're not working. They're going on holiday, aren't they? But they're Just, having to say, yeah. they're going there for work. Oh, yeah. But, I, you, uh... but can you remember, can you imagine the process of, okay, I'm applying for a work visa, like, need to do, I have to be in Dubai in a bikini. It's a good job, though, isn't it? What do you do for a living? I go on holiday. <laughs> yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Because I have to. Because I have to make my audience feel motivated and inspired. So one day they'll go on holiday and live the dream. Exactly. I mean, you... buy this bikini. Yeah. For you, though, so many TV shows have been slowly rolling things out and no audience. Now, you mentioned Celeb Juice, that you have to have an audience. But you haven't while she's been doing it this way. So what's what's the plan, like, looking forward for the show? Well, we start filming Series 25 um, at the end of this month. Yeah. I've had numerous Zoom meetings about it. Mm-hmm. And we're starting with no audience again. Oh. And um, they're going to put... They're making the desk smaller because we made them really long. Yeah. You know, so there's two metres between us. But if you got a taxi from one side of the desk to another, it would cost you five pounds. <laughs> definitely. And um, if, if people then disconnected. Mm. So we're making the desk smaller again, but we're putting up plastic um, screens, like in Wagamama's. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Busaba, so, personally. I'm definitely going to just pull out Wagamama's from under the desk. And just start <laughs> 
But don't you all get tested? Yeah, all the time. I like it. Really? The thing up your nose? I, I like making the nurse feel un- uneasy because <laughs> I make a really loud noise when I shove it down my throat and go, ah! <laughs> and then and when um, I shove it up my nose, I always go, Woo-hoo! Oh gosh! Do you know what your latest YouTube video? I clipped you, and I'm going to keep using it. I used it as a tease last week for people to try and guess who was going to be on this week's podcast. And you're doing all these funny, insane noises. They were brilliant. You know what? I, I did um, a serious review of some toys, and I thought that's this it. Is too serious. Mm-hmm. What can I do? <laughs> and I thought I'll just uh, make some interpretive noises as to. How good these toys were! And, and they were like, and I think the first noise of our word was Lejeune. <laughs> and now I can't stop saying Lejeune. Where does what it means? Where does this come from? <laughs> where does this come from? This inspiration of making up words and noises. I don't. They just make me laugh. It, it, it's it's funny. I think when you uh, uh, respond immediately without thinking, mm. what comes out of your mouth. And again, everything on my YouTube channel is all, all like that. It's all straight away. Um, but, mm-hmm. um, and I always, when I watch it back, I go, I should have said something better than that. But I just thought, you know what? No, that's real, isn't it? Right, Van Dusen. Be Jesus. Josh. Be Jesus. Flip. Van Dusen. Be Jesus. How difficult is it as a comedian as well to kind of be careful, but also... Don't spoil don't what makes say you great. Don't anything funny. <laughs> Just, right, don't say anything funny. Don't yeah. say anything funny because you'll only offend everyone. <laughs> Just say 10 o'clock Thursday. Just plug your stuff, but don't say anything funny because someone will get vexed. Yes. I don't want to wind people up, really. I just want to, and I always think what I do isn't deep enough. Um, so if anyone gets wound up by it, I'm, I'm quite saddened by it, and I just think, mm. oh, I didn't mean to upset you. I'm sorry. And then you just want to move on, and you just you just think it's just silliness. What what, what I think I do, yeah. And um, so I don't really want to push boundaries, and I don't want to upset people. Really, mm. I just want them to have a good time, and I don't even care if they don't think about it the next day or anything. Just right then when they watch it, this mm. is stupid, isn't it? But smile on the face. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not. I never tried to make any political statements or anything. Mm. I, I just a bit of silliness there and then. The oh. funniest thing in the world, or, or something that's compelling viewing that, that I get transfixed on, is a, is dogs on skateboards. <laughs> they're so gifted that they've learned how to do. It. They've got mm. four legs. How cumbersome is that? Four legs instead of two legs, and having to go on a skateboard. Which leg did they use to push? Imagine <laughs> being that dog. I'd love to have a go on that skateboard, but I don't know which leg to push with. You literally remind like me of my legs. You remind me of one of my friends who watches these videos on YouTube like that, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, it's but funny. Look at the glee on dogs' faces when they're on skateboards. <laughs> I work this out. I'm a dog. I, don't, I can't even put thumbs up and go, I'm having a great time. <laughs> they can't even do that. But they've got a smile on their face when they're on these skateboards. <laughs> and you think, is that CGI? But it's real. Yeah. How does someone teach a dog to ride a skateboard? Have you got any pets? No, I really want a dog. I really want a dog. Yeah. During I lock- how many dogs have been bought during lockdown. Oh my God. Every I time. I hope it's not like, Chris, you know, a dog's not just for lockdown, it's for life. One thing I've learned during lockdown is my dog envy is next level. I go yeah. to parks and I'm like, oh my god! I'm literally checking out people's dogs all the time. Well, I, I always say that about people that have affairs. I go, just look at them, look at these other people. Don't get off with them. When you see a lovely dog in the street, you don't go up to it and nick it and take it home, do you? Are you allowed to do no, that? You've got your own dog at home. <laughs> Not referring to ladies as a dog, obviously, but yeah, I, I, I won't say any names, but. 
No, I'm going to get into hot water. <laughs> censor yourself. Yeah, censoring myself. I know you're happily married, but I've had this conversation a few times with people, and um, some people actually check out um, other people when they're with their other half. I won't deliberately check out. I won't check out someone in front of my missus, but I, she definitely knows if I like someone because I say, "Oh, Gal Gadot's lovely, isn't she?" <laughs> did, did you enjoy Wonder Woman? I wasn't bothered. I was just looking at Gal Gadot. She's incredible. <laughs> Can she do the same thing to you? Can she say, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, she does. She, she, I, know, I know when she... I mean, she has an odd taste, my missus, obviously. Really? And, uh, <laughs> she, she, she fancies Mike Myers. Like, as, a, as attracted. Yeah, but he's... And he's, he's very extremely funny, but he's not, like, a, a Brad Pitt person. Oh, she does, like, um, Harry Connick Jr. She's liked him for a long time. I guess he's conventionally handsome. I've got this theory, right? Funny men actually get the best girls Honestly, like, if you're funny and confident... I guess confidence is, a, is attractive yeah. in a man or a woman, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, like, but, people um, I like get, it. I'm not saying I have confidence, I just don't, I don't care. I said, <laughs> I said to Mrs, because we were talking about the kids and their confidence and stuff, I said, I don't know how to instil confidence in them yeah. because I don't know what age I got to when I went, oh, I don't care what people think. And you really? there's, there's something happens where you just don't care. Mm. I don't know if it's because you like yourself, but not too much that you love yourself like an ego thing but you're just comfortable with who you are so I think maybe that's where confidence comes from did just being comfortable with who you are I guess did you ever have your narcissist I've been really serious that's good I like it because I want people to see a different side to you or hear a different side also have you ever had a narcissist side to you did you ever during the peak of your success because you've had such a great run at doing what you do really start feeling yourself with some not like that but feeling no, yourself no. where someone was you, like when you're really busy you forget what you're doing or where you are or mm. what's going on mm. and you just focus on working and then well speaking for myself yeah and then just go on and um, I, I can remember saying it to um russell brand mm. saying it's just a job isn't it but we're lucky because um we enjoy it and it's such a lovely gift to be able to do it you know yeah. i used to make little videos when i was a kid and now I do it for a living. I can remember mm. when we did Keith and Paddy Picture Show, my mates going, you did this with us. Aww. I want to know. I I said, know but that. now we've got a bigger budget to do it proper. And uh, but I also, going back to Russell, him reading, I hate people that say it's just a job. And then I saw him somewhere mm. um, at someone's uh, birthday party for kids. Yeah. And uh, he went, look at us with all these kids and stuff. And he went, look, he says, um, Keith, he said, and I know he said another name then. He went, Keith, he said, um, um, it's lovely to see you. He says, you haven't changed. I said, hey, it's just a job, isn't it? <laughs> he went, yeah, it is just a job. And he, I think Russell had changed, you know? Yeah. And um, we used to go skiing back. I'm a proper name dropping. Ah, no, you sorry. can. Go ahead. We used to go skiing. He, he used to sit at the bottom of the slope, circling long words in books. <laughs> and I'd fall down the slope like a teenage pregnant girl. Why wasn't go, this a TV show? This. <laughs> not enjoying this, but have a go. And then I didn't see him for ages. And then now I get to bump into him here and there. My name is Forrest. Forrest Gump. You like a bag of chocolate? I got a bag of chocolate. Well, well, what are you doing? Forrest Gump. <clears throat> it's taken off the Keith and Paddy picture show. There's loads of clips on YouTube if you fancy some fun. Keith Lemon is here with me. Um, Keith, I feel like um, there must be like a darker side to you when you're not as like happy all the time. I would hate anyone to see me when I'm not in a good mood. What you like? Because I guess when publicly people see me always smiling. But on the morning, I'm like that. 
I hit my big toe. There's no toenail on it, and it really helps, <laughs> isn't it? It's funny on your IG live this morning. I was too busy was. focusing on your fat plaits, thinking, where's all that hair come from? <laughs> looking at fat that, plaits. Yeah, that I completely forgot about the sad face because I was looking at the plaits and I was like, Matt, was that sad? Was your that face sad? looked so sad while you were chumping away on your cereal. And I was like... Choking on shredded. <laughs> and you were answering questions and you were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. are you okay? Not normally. What colour's your pubes? Are you gay? <laughs> is, that what people, is that what, what they ask your you? Pubes? Yeah. Wow. Lots of people, uh, when you've got ginger hair, people are really interested to know what colour your pubes are for some reason. I think it's kind of obvious. <laughs> They're black. Black as a raven's wing. I was going to say Philip to you. Let's go for the ones told me his pubes are. <laughs> Too much detail. Do you know what? You used to be blonde, and I know you're now like your natural red hair flowing, um, but you switched it up, right? Why? It's funny because I, I have a. Do you not like being called a stylist? But um, someone that I go shopping with, mm-hmm. and, and um, I can remember also with the producer having a meeting going, I'm thinking of not having dyed blonde hair anymore. And they go, yeah, 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 I have this long red hair. And so I go, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and then I said, I'll tie it up in a man bun as a joke mm. when everyone had man buns. Yeah. And then when I let it down, it was long. And I go, oh, God, it's grown. And um, yeah, and now it's become a little bit religious. I love like, it. Like, like Samson, like these are yeah. my powers. I love and, it. Um, or I'm a little bit like Willie Nelson, the ginger Willie Nelson. When I put my hat up, I've got the plaits popping out of the bottom. I like, love I don't it. Know, and people go, when are you going to cut your hair? I don't know. I cut it every year, really. I have a couple of inch cut off. I feel like once you have long hair, it's flipping hard to get rid of it because you just... I have had long hair before when I was younger. Yeah. I, I, maybe Because my hair used to be longer when I was a kid. Because my mum was saying, it's not as long as it used to be. Probably won't grow anymore because of your age. <laughs> <laughs> And it has, it kind of it stopped growing, it's just past my nips. It's good. But it it's... doesn't grow anymore. Well, I guess because I have a trim. Yeah, no, I think it looks good. I think um, lockdown, the thing I learned... Well, how do you decide whether to have a fringe or not? Don't do it. Okay, in lockdown, just so you know... It looks good, you No, fringe. no, just so you know, my fringe was here about... Yeah. Two weeks ago, I've been slowly cutting it myself. I went on yeah. YouTube. I went on YouTube and I found this dude who is American. He was like, "How to cut your bangs at home?" Because they call it bangs, your not fringe. I literally have been slowly, slowly going shorter and shorter. But look at those sides. Look at the length. Yeah. Do you see how like, bad that is? Like, where does your fringe end? It's just awful. It's just, and I'm because I've got a big forehead. I'm like a five head. Mine's got... like a belly. <laughs> so much better I've never heard anyone say their forehead's like a belly we all call it that we have a five head I've never heard belly that makes me feel better but I belly head yeah. I'll tell you what I like as a, as a curse um, knee face get him over there <laughs> knee face that's not nice and just the simple word um, which you can get away with mm-hmm. it's quite nasty but it's not as, that harsh but just calling someone a pig a pig, a pig. but I say it all the time really and I, I, I did a snowman the other week when we had snow and I just put, um, I think I put Snowy Pig or something. <laughs> and then Instagram said I wasn't allowed to post it because it was offensive. And it's a, um, an example of a post that I've done in the past that was deleted, apparently. When I must have said, look at him, Cheeky Pig. Or, well, every time I make something, Paddy always goes, Crafty Pig. So Me weird. and Paddy call each other pigs all the time. I find whatever it, kind of pig. I find it really weird what, what words offend people. Because I think dickhead isn't offensive. I think it's funny. I, I say dickhead yeah. all the time. I don't but know. Americans, when you say dickhead around an American, they're like, 
not very ladylike. Yeah, okay. you drop a C-bomb and see what they do. <laughs> that is a word that I do love. That word which, is special. Which I, I often do because of my accent. I can get away with it and just say, oh, what I meant to say. Yeah. When I said, look, I meant I couldn't. But it's just how I say, I couldn't do it, but you could. But I couldn't, you couldn't. This podcast is either going to have loads of bleeps. You, you couldn't do it, it's... you couldn't. I could. Stop no, it. No, I could. I interviewed somebody once, right? And he's Spanish, Enrique Iglesias. And he kept saying, I feel like a cook. Could you give me a cook? Cook? Could you give me... And he was doing it on purpose. He was trying to say, oh, but he was trying to pretend it was a Coke. And I was thinking, you are taking a biscuit, mate. Like, you're rinsing yeah, your like accent. <laughs> when he's on this morning, he's always saying things on purpose. I always. think it's on purpose, definitely. What do you think keeps you so... Um, driven and passionate in this industry I just have incredible fun all the time mm-hmm. uh, and um, well when we do, do something like the Keith and Paddy picture show just living dreams you know when we filmed that show I cried twice with oh. joy <laughs> when, I, when I saw Michelle Keegan dressed as Princess Leah walking onto the Ewok village whilst I was dressed as Luke Skywalker I ran off the material the material <laughs> we said when we did the Back to the Future tribute, mm. uh, my missus phoned me up and she went, where are you? Mm. Um, I said, I'm outside Doc Brown's house. And I started crying. Aww. And, um, when I because I, I, I had to do a little skateboarding on um, uh, Martin McFly Street, on George McFly Street. Mm. And um, I, I teared up then as well. I had to skate off. And I got for two minutes. Hello? Hello, anybody home? Flatly. Look at look at this! You've done it again. Cast your biggest mate, Cut. George is supposed to be a wimp. I'm supposed to be the bully. Look at the size of his head. Look at that! Am I supposed to get any purchase on that? It's like a watermelon. Well, there's no need to get personal about Paddy. I could say things about you. It's a good actor. It's a good actor. We could have had Lionel Blur. Lionel Blur. I tell, okay, if you're not happy, let's just switch it round then. That's what we're gonna do. Right. Do it. McFly, you Irish bug. Where's my homework? No. No, not working this one. <clears throat> Let's try something else. Swap it around again. No, this doesn't work for me. I don't want to be an extra. I'm Martin McFly. Let's go back to how it was. Give me that. So you're literally still like a fan and overwhelmed. Yeah, I, lo- I like telly and love films. Oh, I my love God. Films. And I love doing it. I've only just recently um, dipped my toe into that, but doing a little cameo in a film is so, so lovely because there's no pressure on you. Um, you know, chatting to people. I did a, a little scene in um, Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, um, Taron was so nice, and uh, he came up to me and uh, and chatting to him and stuff. I was in my trailer having a costume fitting, yeah. and I said to pull him back. I went here. Thanks for coming to say hello. It's really nice. Aww. And I said it's really nice to meet you. He says we've met before, <laughs> have we? He says, yeah, Declaster's birthday. I went, oh, I'd be pissed out of my face. I can't remember, but you're a lovely fella. I love it. You're so transparent. But also, you were recently in Twist. I had a heart attack. I couldn't yeah. believe you were in Twist. And I was like, okay, stop. And you... I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Like two years ago? You are actually pretty hardcore as a traffic warden because that's what you're playing, right? And you yeah. you were a bit too... You know what it says in script? What? Like traffic warden. <laughs> Is that who I am now? A fat traffic warden. Did you enjoy it? Because Paul Raff, his debut feature film, you're pushing him around. Sophie, like you really were like getting in there, weren't you? I had a stuntman when when I fall over when I'm spray cans. It's a stuntman. And he broke his um, collarbone. Oh, my God. Because, you you know, you've got all that traffic warden gear on. 
He's got like a, a walkie-talkie and stuff. Mm. I think I don't know if his walkie-talkie stuck into his collar when he fell over. Mm. His collarbone Bless. broke his collarbone. And I, I'd, I'd happily pretend to fall over a, a spray can, but I'm glad I didn't. How did so. you find it though? Did you enjoy? Did you get to meet Sir Michael? Because I know your scenes weren't with Michael. No, Kane. no, it was just Raph, and Raph was lovely, yeah. and um, he's just so like Jude Law. It's incredible. Yeah. He sounds like him. He looks like him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was I was walking along. I was Christmas shopping, I think, mm. on Oxford Street, and I got this call. What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> Nothing. Do, do you want to be in Twist? Like yeah. That. And that was it. <laughs> do you think you'd like to do more? Because I yeah, didn't know you were like a big film fan as well, like me. But um, I've I've got something in development um, with Patrick. Um, I don't know whether it happens. So I won't go on about it. Because, no, no. You know, who's, have... Sorry, who's Patrick? Paddy, Paddy McGinnis. Sorry, sorry. Wait, Patrick. Like we all know. We're like, okay, Patrick. Do you know what? Almost like a double twosome. That would be good actually, because you you two are mates. You've got chemistry and you're funny. Well, well, we worked. Well, we did that um, Keith Paddy picture show. Yeah. And, that was like 10 years in the making. We pitched mm. it 10 years previously and no, everyone I, said no. I didn't know that. And then we went, one day we'll do that show. Mm-hmm. And then I did it as a sketch, the, the spoofing of movies in my sketch show. Right. Um, with Paddy, I said, I said, we'll do it as a little sketch and then we'll be able to put all those clips together. And then unknowingly, we'll have a pilot to show them. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. I like it. And then we did. We put all the clips of us doing these spoofs of films from the sketch show together. Love and it. said, we want to do this as a half hour. And, and they said yes, and um, and you know we, we talk about things we'd like to do in the f- in future and stuff, and be developing an idea. Whether it'll happen or not, I don't know. I think it'd be it, awesome. It's looking uh, pretty good at the minute, but there's no point in me telling you about it because then it'll look like I'm lying when it doesn't happen. <laughs> Nearly happen and don't happen. Oh no, I, I think it'd be awesome because like you've got Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson, them two on screen are always jokes yeah. to watch. No, it's but it's good when you doing stuff with your mates you yeah. know it's lovely that's when people say who's your favourite guest on Juice I ask mm. my mates anyone who's my mate in real life that I socialise with when they come on Juice I go it's going to be ace tonight <laughs> and your mates like you know I know um, you mentioned Paddy Holly Fun is there anyone that doesn't like you Loads, loads of people. Loads! They're mad! I can't believe They're it. Loads. I think for a while, loads of people were scared of me. Really? I think yeah. I understand because, you know, on Juice, you're quite unpredictable. Yeah, but Juice isn't nasty, though, I don't think. No, 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 no. But I mean, not nasty, I mean intimidating. Probably. I can remember Amelia Fox coming on the show and I said, have you had a drink? <laughs> and she went, no, I was thinking of having one later. And then halfway through recording, she let over and went, Maybe I should have had a drink to begin with. Oh yeah, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw I saw you on Rossi, and I thought it was so brilliant because you were there with I think it was David Attenborough. David Attenborough. It was and was who else was there? Was it Liv? Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah and she you just her. everyone was lovely. But I, I met um, Injured Elbow in a toilet years ago. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I didn't say anything because you don't expect anyone to know who you are. Right. You're right, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's really interesting that you, you still feel really surprised that other people that are famous know who you are because I think you're one of the most recognisable people in the country, which is a good thing and a bad thing for you. At the moment, you've got the mask and you can stay hidden. But... um. Yeah. Are you good at disguises like before lockdown? Were you able to move around and do what you wanted? Well, when festivals used to happen, I used to wear disguises all the time. I always And I, I can remember going up to um, Laura Whitmore mm. and be stood with her for about 10 minutes mm. and then started talking to her before she knew it was me. <laughs> and it took, took me the disguise off. Otherwise, it takes ages to go to the toilet and like, before you know it, you've paid yourself. Yeah. So <laughs> wear disguises at festivals and then you can get to the toilet quicker. Otherwise, people are stopping going to have a picture. And if you say yeah. no, then you might as well be a murderer. Yeah. Do you enjoy fame? I enjoy being famous around famous people. Because like you say, you're excited when, when somebody knows who you are. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. And obviously, you get to go places where you wouldn't normally go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's nice when people are nice. But sometimes you just want to go about your business and you forget you're on telly. You're like, well, is my... Willie hanging out or something. <laughs> oh no, it's because they recognise me off telly or whatever. Yeah. But the job is so fun, you don't care about how difficult it is, I guess. I feel like most and then people. And people go, it's difficult, people just asking you for a picture. Mm. When, when you're having your dinner, people ask me, when people are having my dinner somewhere yeah. and someone asks for a picture, I go, yeah, and I just keep your mouth wide open while food in. <laughs> and she goes, well, I would. Squirts off vegan, I'll do it with you, don't worry. Uh, do you know what? Are you, I can tell that you love what you do. Um, is there anything that makes it tough for you? Are there things that you think, God, these are the bits that I hate about my job? It's not nice when you get bad reviews, I guess. That can hit you in the stomach. Um, and then, or like even on Twitter when someone's nasty to you, and then you'll get another telly friend saying, don't read it, don't read it, what have I told you, don't read it. Mm. And then you'll see them a few weeks later, and I'll go, what's the wheel? Someone said this about me on Twitter. I thought you said don't read it. Don't read it then. But then there's nice people, mm. so you feel like you've got to read. I try mm. and get a reply to everyone who's nice. It's cheers, yeah. thanks, cheers, thanks. You know, I, I always remember Joan Collins on Good Morning Britain or uh, TVAM back mm. then saying that she replies mm. to fan mail. And I thought, if she can actually sit down and write a letter one day, if I have, if I have any fans, she'll, I'll, I'll reply back on Twitter. It's two seconds in it to go, mm. thanks. Mm. And then they, they appreciate it, so... And you've made someone's day really easily just yeah. by saying thanks. Do you know what's weird though? Most celebs like you hate Twitter and love Instagram. I think it's more positive. I think it's more positive. You think so? Mm. Um, most of my stuff is all work related. Um, I, I, I mean, it's different in lockdown. Yeah. I'll, I'll film myself messing about or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I very rarely go on there to show off and. I don't ever post anything when I'm on holiday and go, look where I am. Or if I do, I do it when I've come back so I don't get robbed. Because yeah. I always think when people are posting they're on holiday, if someone knows where they live, they're going to get robbed. True, true. Just post it when you get back and go, I had a lovely yeah. time here. Because sometimes you have to post and say, I had a lovely time here because you might have got a freebie. 
So you've got oh, you've you got to say, oh, I had a great time. But on Twitter, everyone seems really angry. It's a little bit like a um, road rage. I think it's I think who you're Twitter. following. I really do. I think it's who's on your timeline. Like if you clean up your timeline, I do it all the time. If there Deal. Are, clean it up or mute it. I love mute. Mute is the best thing that Twitter ever invented. I mute like an extreme sport, mate. I go, right, let's sit down and do some muting. No, 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 no. It's yeah. funny because when Cause I... You don't, you don't need it, do you? you don't no. Need to be told your shit, you know. When people go, when was uh, the last time you woke up and realised you weren't funny anymore? And I'll just send them a picture of some BAFTAs. Yay. But I'm just polishing them like that. I don't, don't care if I'm funny or not. Just, I don't care. I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. And most of my ideas are about me having a good time. <laughs> I'm lucky enough to go, if we do this, it'll be funny because I'll have a good time. Yeah. You know, when we do shopping with Keith Lemon, I that love doing awesome. that. That's my my attempt at doing grown-up telly. And someone says, how would you describe your interview technique? And I say, Louis Theroux, if someone pushed him on the floor whilst he was drunk, then he got up and span round a broomstick handle and then asked questions. That's me. With fat plaits. Yeah, with fat plaits. <laughs> with fat plaits, so shut up. With ginger fat plaits. Yeah. Am I going to, like, buy clothes or what? Are we just chatting shit? Well, we're shopping and chatting. That's the concept of the programme for right. we, we shop and chat. I remember I was on Twitter and I'm always that person that after a point I always feel like when I see somebody getting got at, I have to say something. Oh yeah, you messaged me, didn't you? Yeah, I did. But I remember it was Caroline being on Love yeah. Island. All I ever saw in my timeline was mm, she's she thinks she's this she, and always going on about her body, her she face. Got a terrible time. Yeah, I don't she, know why. she got such a tough time. I was just like not going to have it that day, and I was just like. Give her a break. Why do why do women on TV always get targeted on the way they look, their age, and oh, she's flirting. You lot never say it to the men, and I didn't mean it in a way to have a go at you and Dermot, but I was like, like <laughs> I was just like, you guys are super successful, super famous, and I've met both of you, and I, lo- I think both of you are lovely, but I used the example because it was like, when you watch Keith or when you watch Dermot, do you think, Mm. His skin doesn't look very good today. Mm. He's got cellulite. Mm. Like, you don't yeah, do that. I, I, I get loads of grief. But then this is the thing. You messaged me and you educated me and I'm so glad you did. You were like, actually, I do get it, you know. And I was like, Lo- loads, okay, loads Max. of grief. Time and out, Mike. Why are you giving me grief about how I look mm. when what I do is not projecting aesthetics anyway? Mm. It's nothing to do with look at do I look good. You know, but it still it's affected so you and it made me then think about men in the limelight I assumed and I was wrong to assume and you saying yeah. that to me really made me stop and think and actually you are ju- you are also judged on this and always I think everyone is but when, when it's women getting it I always think it's other women giving mm-hmm. other women it yeah. and then you get women talking about the sisterhood and sticking together and stuff and I was thinking, yeah. but it's always women giving other women our time yeah. I don't think a man would go to a lady, um, oh, you like put weight on and stuff. No. I don't, I don't know, but women do, especially in um, TV or, or magazines and whatever. Yeah. When they're shaming someone for what they're wearing or whatever, it's like, who's written it? Oh, a lady has a lady mm. slurred another lady. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, it's like I think people forget. Even if you don't care so much about the way you look, when people get at you about it, it still upsets you. You know, it's really yeah. But tough. I think we all care about what we look. I, I know when Paddy comes down here and I've got some on. A little bit odd. They just look, point at me. You know, just go London, <laughs> London. If I've got whatever shoes on, London. Mm. And uh, 
But you just you just got to like yourself a little bit. Like I said, mm. not so much that you're loving yourself, but you got to like yourself a bit, haven't you? But terrible for Caroline back in the day when she used mm. to get loads of abuse off anyone. And I guess a lot of it's driven by jealousy as well. Yeah, but it's 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 kind of frustrating because you just think now when she's not here and everybody's taking yeah. more time to really appreciate who she was. The silliness, the smiles, and everything she bought on TV—that yeah. you just wish that when she was here, more of. I mean, I know there was a lot of love as well, but that you just wish that the public, perhaps some of the people that were getting at her during Love Island, has shown what they're showing now. Yeah, I, I got a lot of stick um, back then as well um, from people saying, "Why are you supporting her?" Blah blah blah. I got you, that. Have you not read the papers, and they're just like, "Do you know her? That. Do you know her? Mm-hmm. Are you going to bring out a T-shirt for everyone else that kills themselves?" Then yeah. Oh, it, uh, probably not, no, but I know her, so I've done it for my friend. Yeah. Do you know what? You can't live life as if you're famous, because if you did, you'd just live, like, in a paranoid, up- upset world yeah. all the time. Because, like, I have people sitting outside my house or people follow you in cars and stuff. What, paparazzi? Yeah, all the time, like, every day. Not like fans like Bross have. <laughs> I don't have fans outside my house. Imagine if you did. <laughs> That'd be weird. Flack. One of the most charismatic, fun personalities that we've had on British TV, Caroline Flack. I think I'm always going to remember her for just being giggly and just full of energy on TV. Um, lots of love and prayers to all her family and friends. Um, Keith Lemon is with me. Keith, it's really weird, you know, you sign up to do this thing that you love, entertaining, and then somehow, because people see you on TV, they think that they know you. We just think through. we know them, don't we? Because we mm. see them on telly so much, you think you know them. But that's why I think it's it's really interesting with you because I think because you make everybody laugh and everybody smile, people just expect your life to be rosy all the time and it's like hearing you talk... This is normal. Yeah. I come home and there's a red card that says we try to deliver some of it you want in and then you go, oh, too, if I come home two minutes earlier, I won't yeah. have to go to the post office. And then go when they go smiling at you, you got any ID? <laughs> <laughs> Do they ask you for your ID? Have you got any ID? Yeah, I know who you are. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I do also, I've learned to really love your privacy. I love that you work your bum off and you're great at what you do, but you have your own separate life at home. Yeah, well, that's, so that's beautiful. real life, isn't it? And mm. then that's my job, you mm. know? And some people make a job out of their real life, mm. which is it's good for them. But I, I, for me, yeah. I, I just feel like, oh, just there's the line at the end. And, and then... When I go, and you know, it's difficult when you do a school run and you've had your, your knob out on telly. I said, I can't do that anymore. I've got to do a school run. I think mm-hmm. we celebrity just Christmas special. They wanted me dressed as Santa Claus, pulling my knob off and fake blood spraying everywhere. I said, yeah. I can't do that. I've got a school run to do. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to do that. Why? So, stuff, you know, as, as I've got older, this is stuff I won't do. And do, like, family, do they get it? How do you no. balance all that stuff at home? <laughs> No, I don't. I'm just at home. It's normality. And again, going back to Caroline, that yeah. was the difficult thing for Caroline, I always think. She was Caroline twenty Caroline Flack 24-7, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Paps following her. I don't have Paps following me because mm. I don't do anything. I don't I don't really do anything. You know, I'm not seen with a new boy, new girlfriend yeah. or anything. The photograph of Caroline when she had a new boyfriend or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Or, or coming out of somewhere... But I don't, I don't do anything, so I don't really have that side of it, really. Mm. I just go home, and it's just normal. I think that's part of it. I think last time I was packed, it, it says um, I was walking about with a stony face. <laughs> no, actually... Hey, my anxiety! 
in the middle of the street. <laughs> I actually, for me, like, I'm so glad that I get to see people like you in the industry because I think it's super important because there's people that are going to want to, you know, who are like talented at home, wanting to do what you do, but they don't want all the daily mail and all that crap that comes with it. And it's yeah. so nice to see that actually there is a way of doing this celebrity thing and being able to leave it at some point, you know? Well, now it's just YouTubers, isn't it? <laughs> you, you can, I, w- I would probably be one of those YouTubers if that had existed when I was trying to get into telly mm. and gone, well, I can get paid for staying at home and reviewing Yeah, games. me too, you know? yeah. I guess I would have just made... Because I used to make home videos and mm. spoofs of films and that's what I sent yeah. to producers and stuff to get in there. But that, yeah, they're, they're the superstars now, aren't they, YouTubers? Mm. And do you think you ever get scared that this is going to stop? Or do you think I'm all right? Always. Always. Yeah. Like like this year, I don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. this year. I'm, I'm doing Juice, um, another secret project that I can't tell you because it might not happen. Uh, I'll jinx it. Um, <laughs> just loads of talking things that might happen. Um, but you never know. You don't know, do you? People have their time. And I think in my career, I've been up and down with work and go, oh, I'm really busy. Like, a few years ago, um, I'd be doing Keith and Paddy Picture Show, um, Celebrity Juice, Through the Keyhole, and some other projects. All that year, I was talking to the producer that I work with, I was like, remember when we were doing that? We had too much work. Three projects for a year is a good year, but four is is really busy. <laughs> one, one, one project you're just lucky hanging on there, you know, oh, we're still here, we're still here. And I always think, every time I get invited to the Brits, I always go, I'm still relevant. <laughs> I've been invited to the Brits, I'm still relevant. I love going to the Brits. Good, good to know that's your gauging. The Brits yeah, when I don't get invited to the Brits, I go, oh, I guess I've had my time. <laughs> that's it. So, so all with me fat plats. Thank you so much for taking time no out. No worries. It hasn't kind Have of... a lovely Friday. There's somebody at the door now. Yeah, you're cutting me off. <laughs> No, there's someone at the door. I've got kids banging on that door. See you later. Keep your, keep your bangs. Yes, I will keep the bangs. Thank you so much to Keith Levin. I love you. Um, he's so awesome. Guys, you know him for Celeb Juice. You know him for so many different shows that he does at the moment on TV. But I can't recommend his YouTube channel enough. It's called Keith Levin's Doing. It is hilarious. But more than like silly and fun, I literally learned that he's super talented and creative. This dude can make everything practically don't believe me show notes have a look and then let me know what you think thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this week's podcast subscribe and i'll be back soon take care bye